0: Before we begin our discussion, we would like to mention that this episode is sponsored by Audible.com.
1: If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do, Audible is an application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible
0: doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs. And I know that you just read something recently for the podcast.
1: Yeah, recently I actually just read Joe Hill's Horns and it became kind of difficult to read the book all the time. The audio book just made it so much easier to be able to listen to that in the car. Great book, by the way, if anybody wants to check it out. It's amazing.
0: Audible.com has thousands and thousands of titles. Mm -hmm. It would take you, I think, like 300 years to go through their entire library or something crazy like that. And like I said, they have way more than just audiobooks. They also do podcasts. So obviously we're huge fans of that. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash The Extra Sisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you yes, to thank you. audible.com for the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. my name is amanda and i'm kristen and we are the extra extra sisters sisters. so sit back relax and let's get creepy
2: welcome to episode 97 and in this episode we are going to be discussing it's alive from 1970 well this says 73 but i thought it was 74
1: yeah mine said 74
2: We're going to say 74, because I thought it was 1974. And when I Google it, it said 74. So I think Rotten Tomatoes doesn't know what it's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And also, sometimes it goes off the, like, you know, they do, like, a special premiere, like, before it even releases to the public. I think that's probably what it's getting at here. 1974. and Yeah. I hope I didn't watch the wrong one because I don't know how to feel about this one. Well, I do now. But it's funny because I watched it with my brother, who I don't get to see very often, but he was here when I watched it. And his commentary is so funny because he's a big time. He loves film and he loves video and he loves editing. He likes
1: to – I need to talk to your brother more.
2: Well, he films music videos.
1: Oh, bitchin'. And he
2: edits music videos. So he's in a band and he – does booking and touring and tour managing, and he also is getting into photography, but more he does the video aspect of it for like music videos and so obviously, coming with that is understanding to some extent also like cinematography and film, mm-hmm. you know, so right. he does more live music videos, but you still have to understand lighting and things like that, right, so he always picks up on things, which is really interesting, so and also he's a musician. Like we both pick up on scores, but even he can identify mm. like I used to be able to identify like notes immediately and he was like, Oh, that's a Dido or whatever, and that creates this kind of ambiance and I was like, Oh you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's all it's always interesting watching movies with him because while he's not necessarily a horror fan, he's a film fan but also can pick up on we well, pick up on different things, just like you and I do. Yeah.
1: But he's starting to get into more horror, right?
2: He is, yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. We're going to convert him.
2: He And also, he loves what horror does usually with color saturation. He mm, always mm-hmm. thinks that's super interesting. And so, mm. if not even for, like, story, he likes what horror does with, like, atmosphere.
1: Oh, that's very cool.
2: Especially. He can always appreciate that. So, yeah. When we – he was here a couple months ago and he had me watch The Platform, which I'm probably going to put on our list for next year because okay. it's so interesting. So cool. Yeah. But – so – he made some like more funny comments than interesting ones. Oh, I'm
1: excited. I hope you wrote them down. I did. <laughs> okay, I'm very excited.
2: But I just, starting out, like, this is about a family that is having a baby, and it immediately starts out, I will say, this is not a very long movie, It's it's an hour and a half, I mean it's a standard movie length, but sometimes movies just draw themselves out, and you're like, oh my god. This doesn't do that. At least it's pretty straight to the point. It gets started very quickly. Mm-hmm. She wakes up, first scene, and she's like, the baby's coming. And let me just say, I, mean, I know she's had a baby before. Mm-hmm. This bitch puts on a whole ass suit.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> it, it's definitely a different time. When I first watched this, I was like, I swear to God, this is the 50s, right? I know. The 70s, it's, but it's, yeah, it's still so old-fashioned.
2: Yeah, she puts on she's so calm. She's like, "Honey, the baby's <laughs> coming." And it's like the most serene. She puts on a suit with a skirt, like a it's like a pantsuit but a skirt suit, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, they're going to the hospital and driving and dropping off their son and like I was just ba- like you will not yeah, catch it's, it me. It's
1: definitely a different time. Yeah. yeah. Where you had to dress up but even for her because he makes a comment once they get to the hospital that last time she had the baby in 45 minutes which by the way this woman is a baby birth and boss 45 minutes also the second baby's supposed to come faster there's no way i'd put on a fucking pantsuit hell no
2: especially yeah so let's say that happened faster 45 minutes she got what like 30, a you're gonna have that baby in the car exactly one of my ex's moms did have a baby her oh second god, no. baby in the car pretty much no. she was like crowning in the car
1: oh my god no
2: yeah that's terrifying miss me with that <laughs> On my yeah. ass is gonna be drugs correct drugs. yes yes <laughs> and um i've seen t- birth in real life and it ain't that cute like you know <laughs> like it it's it's awesome but like you know you don't just get there, <laughs> and you're like, she walks in, she's like, "Yes, hi, hello, I'm having my baby right now." I'm <laughs> just <laughs> like,
1: "Jesus, yeah. and she's also, way too calm.
2: It's also even this was just the '70s. This was this again, like you said, it's not like mm-hmm. it's the '50s, right? And I think we're a more. I'm not gonna say sensitive to it because we're just a little bit more woke now than we mm-hmm. were in the '70s. But there's definitely the misogyny
1: oh my god this whole movie it, this whole fucking movie
2: that's the whole point it feels like yeah like a lot of this wouldn't have happened if we weren't oppressing her as uh, the mother
1: right or basically the only notes i have on this movie are terrible things that these men say to her and do to her yeah
2: yeah like our baby wouldn't have been a fucking mutant if-
1: <laughs> <laughs> right or my first quote that i wrote down is You're not going to feel trapped like you did last time. And then the poor woman gets totally ignored. She's asking her husband if he's going to feel trapped like he did with their last child. And he fucking ignores her.
2: Oh, yeah. And even in the delivery room. And this is still a problem, by the way. And this is another reason like.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so gross.
2: I don't like want to go through this. But I know that not all hospitals and not all doctors and sometimes you get lucky, but sometimes you fucking don't. Right. They don't listen to her when she's giving birth. They're like, "Shut up, relax." She's even like screaming and not screaming. Even she's just like in pain and moaning, and they're like, "Shut up, relax." You know? Oh, yeah. Like,
1: I will not be with a male doctor for this. Like, I know that there are good men doctors out there, but I'd rather be with a woman. Hopefully, she understands a little bit more.
2: Oh yeah, I would definitely. This is
1: terrifying. You're not with anybody that you even know, and you're trying to explain the doc- to the doctor that you think something's wrong, and he's literally talking over her.
2: Yeah. Riddled with this whole movie sexist patriarchy, like that's exactly the whole point.
1: And then he brings in other doctors, and he's talking about her in front of her. Yeah, Uh, so mad.
2: Yeah, and the whole the also they avoided having kids for years and years, all because and she was taking these contraceptive pills, and these get like brought up a couple times. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, old white men have to jump in to save the bottom line. Yeah. Douchebags.
2: Mm hmm. yeah And that's also, it's like, don't take birth control, women. And it's
1: like, God. Right. Oh. <laughs> right. But he literally says, he's like, how long was she taking? It was like for 31 months or something. He's like, well, yeah. I need you to find a way to get rid of this baby, like explosive, so that nobody researches it because people could then sue us. Oh my fucking God, you douchebag. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Mm hmm. Old oh, white man.
2: Wait, before we even get there, the men don't go into the l- delivery room. And Chad was like, it's so funny to me that these men are just out there playing poker, talking about their fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. And these women are in there giving birth to their children. I was like, I don't know if they were allowed back there, though. Like They weren't. Yeah. Mm. And he was, I
1: didn't realize. I thought that was only like the 50s and 60s. I didn't realize the 70s still had that.
2: Yeah. I don't know. And he also was like, they were all slapping their dicks on the table about their jobs. Uh-huh which was so funny and my brother made a comment and he was like this guy thinks he's better than like all of them our main character and uh-huh. he's like, i'm better than all these motherfuckers and then his kids gonna be fucked oh. up <laughs> i was like yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was
1: the same scene with the 45 minutes he's even thrown that on the table he was like yeah she's like a boss god
2: my wife is better than Stop your it. wife <laughs> <laughs> and one guy's like pest control and he's like aren't any of y'all like have happy jobs, and it's like one day you might need to call this guy, so right, god,
1: networking.
2: I know, like, I know that that it's like the point, a lot of the point of this movie, but also, was it like I don't know? Yeah. It's not like it was a, I don't think it was a political piece on misogyny, I think it was no, just it a. Was-
1: it was a political piece on, on the climate, and they talk about how pollution did this to their child, and water messed up, and stuff like that. It's Ex- supposed to be a political piece on that.
2: Except they talked about the contraceptive pills doing it, and they, if you read the synopsis, it literally talks about a drug experiment gone wrong.
1: I, like like They mentioned that one time very quickly, and every other scene is all about climate and bad water and stuff, so what what the fuck is it?
2: Yeah, because, like, I was reading about it, and I assumed that, like, there would be this whole, like, subplot of, like, these people, like, oh, my God, we gave her these medications while she was pregnant, and it fucked up her kid, and I was like, oh, well, that didn't really happen, except for when they talk about these contraceptives that Mm -hmm. she took.
1: Very quickly, and then it's done.
2: Yeah, so it's like, well, and also, so this was just like, and I know that this was a different era, and, but it was 40 years ago. So then, after she's being ignored, and she's like, there's something wrong, and her doctors are ignoring her, at least she gets some sort of vindication by this child popping out of her and straight up <laughs> murdering. <laughs> exactly. Everybody. The nurses, the doctor fucking kills them all. Just leaves them. And this starts quickly. Like, this is the first, mm-hmm. like, what, 15 minutes of the movie? Oh, yeah. There's no build up Well, uh, something usually horror films do is give you some sort of like spooky build-up to like they're they're gonna introduce this like demon baby or whatever it is this mutant it doesn't really do that at all it's just like she's pregnant she's gonna have a kid and it and you know it It kills a bunch of people yeah
1: (laughs) everybody in the room
2: everybody (laughs) did and their poor son chris they just dropped him off at a friend's house and they're like we'll be back with either your baby brother or sister no
1: right But as they're driving home, they fucking out these people on the goddamn radio. That is so against HIPAA. Wasn't HIPAA around back then? Nope,
2: 1996.
1: Oh, that's right, because it came along with all the AIDS stuff. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, they fucking out these people on the goddamn radio. Holy shit.
2: Yep, they do. They, and that, like, it doesn't even, so first of all, they fucking sedate the woman, put her in a room. They're like, sorry about your kid. And they- they go in and they tell the husband. And what's so, I made a note here. What's so interesting today is, today, what's so interesting mm-hmm. is about this movie, it's, I guess not that interesting, but what this movie does differently is than a lot of other ones is that there's one immediate chaos, mm-hmm. and then they don't beat around the bush about killing the baby or wondering what it is at all because at all. there's like a lot of times there's like well what is it where did it come from how did it get here the the police are immediately like we're gonna kill it
1: <laughs> like there's right.
2: no debate about it they don't have discussions about it they don't try to figure out what it is why it is they're just like kill it
1: yeah and the dad's immediately just on board like yeah. cool it's not my kid
2: nope they couldn't be also one of the cops looks like donald trump and me and my brother were like oh no fucking God. way
1: Oh my god, I didn't even notice.
2: Well, now it's a You're welcome.
1: Now uh, oh, I'm going to have to watch it again.
2: I was like, one out of five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's his rating, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and th- I even made a, a note of that, too. It's even on the news with their names. And they call it a mutated infant. I'm like, well, it. how did – I mean, yeah, I'd assume that, you know, that could be the only thing. But it shot out of her vagina – killed everyone in the room and then bounced how do you know the cops weren't in there it's not right. like they had security cameras up there in the 70s
1: right somebody could have just come in murdered all those people to steal her baby i bet you things similar to that have happened like i know babies have just been taken from hospitals
2: absolutely especially when there was like not that great of security no security yeah. cameras
1: crazy women have cut babies out of other women before like no
2: That's why this movie felt like a little chaotic to me and like things fell through the the cracks a little bit because I was like, we're immediately going with Mutant Baby. Got it. So Mm
1: -hmm.
2: we don't even question it. I I mean, I guess there just wasn't time or he felt like this just wasn't the movie. Like we immediately want to get to killing Mutant Baby.
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
2: And then we had what my brother called Baby Vision. Yeah. I mean, the baby goes around. They're in L.A., I think. Or like Think Beverly so. Hills or whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it has like weird double vision, and it just goes around killing people.
1: Yeah, yeah, like a milkman,
2: some lady in go-go boots. Yeah, when it kills the person <laughs> in the milkman, my brother was like, he said something about strawberry milk, and it's not that funny, oh. but at the time <laughs> it was I really was fucking funny. fucking dying. Yeah, yeah. and i also this is such a stupid fucking note i'm so tired of movies being lazy about because it's Mm -hmm. happened from like the 70s all the way till now if you're gonna have this is so stupid i'm so sorry I'm,
1: I'm, i'm so excited
2: if you're gonna have this is horror mainstream like dramas everything every every fucking genre does this if you're gonna have one of your characters brush their fucking teeth use toothpaste don't just have them take a dry ass bristled toothbrush and rub it on their fucking teeth i fucking hate that
1: yeah make it make like sense that, exactly it's like that whole they take a drink out of a glass there's nothing in it it's like come on
2: it's sure just lazy there. like exactly. just put does the actor not care like you Was can't the prop person not on top of this just put go get T- a little tiny thing of to- one dollar toothpaste and put it right there. It's not that fucking hard. It just drives- I'm like, that is so late. That is so lazy.
1: What if just- it was the actor? What if they told him, okay, also bring your toothpaste, and he didn't?
2: Well, if somebody was like, bring your own toothpaste, it would be like, you're a fucking multi million dollar <laughs> fucking movie set. You give me toothpaste. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is not a bring your own toothpaste situation <laughs> here. <laughs> no. That that was a very small thing, but it bothered me so much. I made a note of it because they fucking do that shit all the time. They do,
1: and not just horror; all movies. Like, come on, get that shit together.
2: Yes, a hundred percent. And then my next note is oppression of women literally caused this because they talk about the like drugs they gave her, and then like, but honestly, like if it wasn't that, I mean, the whole thing is just. And she wants to keep her baby alive, also, so that becomes Mm -hmm. the thing, which yeah. You can see that from a mile away. And something else that bothers me is people talk about this movie. Like, if you look up movie info or, like, critics talking about it or the reception at the time, it's like, it's mixed with measures of The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. And I was like, no. No, no. (laughs) You do not compare this to either of those movies. I understand the comparison. I do. But you can't put them on the same. I I think what he was going for... But did he succeed that? No. The only Exorcist comparison that I saw as far as scenes was later, which I made a note of. Was like yeah. flashy scene. That was it. Yeah,
1: because he the director definitely talked to the exorcist director on things that he was doing. So they he tried a little bit.
2: But it wasn't that good. Like the special like Yeah. His monster, like if he really wanted to take something from the Exorcist, his baby didn't have to look I don't know. Look, Chad, right. Chad and I kind of had some good laughs at the baby every now and then.
1: Oh my god, you should because I don't know if you looked up the trivia, but that was the director's girlfriend in a suit. How <laughs> tiny
2: was she? <laughs> I know.
1: I know. It like the ones where you could definitely tell it was definitely a person, not a baby. That was her. I'm like, I don't know. Like I love horror, but I'd be like, I think I'm going to leave you. <laughs>
2: I just would be like, I would like to submit some creative critique. (laughs) I, while I do love you and appreciate you, I, um, you know, don't, I don't think that that would take this in quite the direction that you're looking for.
1: Or their relationship. Do you think they went back home and like had hot steamy sex after she dressed up as a mutant baby all day?
2: Put the baby suit on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly
2: another thing too is i think the thing with the exorcist and rosemary's baby they're very shocking mm-hmm. you know this was not shocking at all like nothing about this was shocking except for like maybe some people were like a baby's killing people but <laughs> that's not that shocking to me it was
1: shocking in an angry way for the dialogue like f that those guys yeah but yeah it wasn't exciting and that's actually what he talked to the director of the extras about was about like the baby suit and stuff and i feel like he still didn't do a good job
2: well then he should have called tom savini you had a budget what call him make him right. do it i didn't yeah. see him credited if you really were that serious about making this it's not like he was doing a lot of stuff he would have like if you had the budget he would have come over and done this i i i fucking bet he would have
1: I don't know if he was in Hollywood yet at this time. I know he went in the military for a while. Like, he went to Vietnam. So I don't know if that was during this time. But, yeah, exactly. Grab a better designer.
2: Let's see. I mean, let's see what – I'm sorry. I have not pulled up real quick. Let's see what movies he was working on because this was 73, 74. I mean, he was working on – I mean, he did Dawn of the Dead.
1: Okay, then yeah, I mm, get somebody better, dude.
2: He did stuff with George A. Romero. Yeah, I mean, you know, there were he was working, but I'm just saying somebody like that. There were better people, or anybody that worked on The Exorcist. I'm not. I'm assuming he didn't get any of those guys, cause,
1: right? Because their work was great. But it's all,
2: and it only made. I don't see what the budget was here. It only made seven million at the box office. So clearly people didn't really care no because even in the 70s that's not good because when you compare it to things like rosemary's baby and the exorcist even at that time period that's not good right especially when you're going to compare yourself to rosemary's baby and the exorcist nah you didn't Didn't. yeah i
1: mean we have this is okay 74 that we have black christmas we have the exorcist we have all these amazing movies that came out that year this is not the best
2: yeah, I mean, this came out, like, not quite a year after the, it wasn't even a year after The Exorcist, so, yeah, yeah it's a, it's a bad, bad follow-up. <laughs> Exorcist came out, like, late 73, I want to say. Yeah. So, nope. <laughs> Big fail. Even fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a different complete genre had better, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? No. mm <laughs> anyways like let's talk about his boss oh fuck <laughs> well he works at a pr agency he can't have that <laughs> shit
1: god his fucking boss oh my god this is my next quote they're talking about another guy in the office and his boss goes he has a retarded kid Insist on keeping him in the house too oh my fucking god what do you what my does pro- he put yeah. him in a shed out back
2: just the basement Oh, my
1: God!
2: My brother and I looked goatees? at each. I know my brother and I looked at each other. And we were like, "Jesus Christ." <laughs> <laughs> You're a PR agency.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Insists on keeping in the house, too. Oh, my fucking God. Dude, shut up. And then he's such a douchebag because he really bonds with this guy, we think. And he's like, yeah, you're going to keep your job. Just go home for a while. Just use your vacation. He leaves. And this fucking slime bag boss brings in his secretary and he goes, make sure that he packs his boxes when he leaves. What?
2: Oh, yeah. He says he's he's not having a job. You couldn't even tell him to your
1: face? No. No, what a fucking asshole.
2: Yep. Okay, so he loses his job because of this mutant demon baby. Mutant. He's not a demon, but right. I mean, also, you could weaponize this baby to go kill your boss. I'm just hey, saying,
1: dude. Yeah. I mean, if yes. you come around
2: to it, I know that's <laughs> not like great for the kid. Like, it's it's not its fault. It's a so fucked up. Like, you know. Right. But you could (laughs) use it for evil. For evil. Evil. (laughs) You know, but that's what I would do.
0: Not Uh, like
2: forever, just like that one thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, he gets pretty close. He gets to the point where he's going to sell the body to a university.
2: That's true. I mean, better than uh, shooting it dead with the cops, I guess. Well, I don't know. Depending on the experiments, maybe the shooting is a better death
1: yeah right but as he's talking to the university person i have one more i have another quote because he's talking to the university guy about frankenstein and how he's really understanding now the the difference between frankenstein and frankenstein's monster you know like the baby and you know the father he's understanding that difference right now intensely and the fucking university guy goes one must not allow oneself to be impressed with escapist fiction excuse you excuse the fuck out of you My genre, escapist fiction. Back up. I'm impressed.
2: I mean... I mean, also, (laughs) when you're talking about, like, Frankenstein, that's like... That's like your... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's Frankenstein. Come on, man. Douchebag.
2: Yep. So, his wife is being it's it, okay the rosemary's baby part comes in basically when he puts her in bed and he's like you stay <laughs> like <laughs> you don't need to know anything he's doing stuff behind her back and i'm not gonna say he's ripping off other movies but he's taking so many different elements from other movies patchworking them together with his own plot Just like yeah that's kind of how it feels
1: his basic thought was just a screaming infant that he saw one day and his thought was oh my god that if this baby could it would kill everybody in this place that's his only thought so yeah i'm sure he took that and then had to get all these pieces from the exorcist rosemary's baby all these other things that he's seen
2: yeah well he hasn't really done like like larry cohen did other stuff but it wasn't like i didn't really see much else that i knew stuff. of well he has like a something that's like 100 percent on rotten tomatoes so i'm not saying he's a bad director i just don't think this was like his his shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> but he's keeping his wife up there and the whole time she's like i just want us to be a family again like can we go get chris because chris is still not with them their other son and he's older he's like in the sixth grade they say So, it's not like he's three and doesn't know what's going on. He's very aware that they were supposed to have a baby and they just tell him the baby's sick. Right. Which is sad. But you should just be honest with your kids, just so Mm. y'all know. Fucking tell them the truth because they'll figure it out on their own, anyways. Just Mm -hmm. throwing that out there. I'm not a parent, but I'd be a good one, I think. Not (laughs) like not all the time, but just like principally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. So she is like i'm gonna get this baby in here like (laughs) she comes to that resolve she's like i'm gonna get my demon baby my mutant baby excuse me and my my other kid and we're just gonna be a family and we're just gonna deal with it so yeah she basically ends up bringing that mutant baby back into the house it drinks like all their milk eats all their meat yeah even though it's like a week old maybe a couple days the time frame here is really hard to follow by the way it really is that's something my brother pointed out that i hadn't really thought about he was like i can't tell what the timeline here is even when at some point chris runs home in the middle of the night he's like was he running for five minutes or was he running home all night right he couldn't tell and so it's hard to follow but she brings the baby back in and the dad is very like suspicious And he goes down into the basement and something else my brother pointed out that was really funny at the time is they have, if you look at the basement shot.
1: Oh, I would thought of this too. I'm excited.
2: And he, the light doesn't work and there's a pinata in the background and then they do this like jump scare scene where it's not actually a jump scare. Another pinata falls on him and Chad was like, how many pinatas does this family have?
1: And none of them are beat up. It's not like they've had one in the basement from one of the birthdays that the kid had. No. He's like, why do do they they have more than one pinata? (laughs) You just hang on to them, put them in your basement. I thought the same thing. I was like, the fuck?
2: We hoard pinatas.
1: Yep. In this house.
2: In this house.
1: And he seems so vanilla. Like, pinatas. I feel like he'd be mad if she went out and bought a pinata.
2: I don't know. Maybe he likes to watch his kid beat up something.
1: He's all Maybe.
2: Maybe. Misogynistic white suburban dad, after all. <laughs> He's like, hit it harder, Timmy. Oh my god. Trading for the never mind. So he does end up finding out that the kid is there. And he actually ends up going into the kid's room and you can see through the baby vision that they're going they're about to have a confrontation, but the kid won't hurt him because it's his dad so the kid knows it's family and it won't hurt its family
1: yeah it's really smart because this whole time it has been working its way to their house like it gets to the kids the older brother's school at some point how the fuck does a newborn baby know how to get from the hospital to the house
2: i don't know man but
1: it's getting there
2: i guess you have super intelligence and mutant strength i mean it's
1: got a huge fucking head maybe there's just a huge brain in there
2: Huge fucking head, vampire <laughs> teeth. I don't know. but And then it does escape, end up at the school. All the cops are there. They're fucking idiots, the cops. They're like the worst at finding a
1: baby. Oh, yeah.
2: So bad. How hard? The cops
1: are great. They're like, you have to search each classroom. Like, I'm just imagining what the director told these actors. Because they walk into these rooms and they're like looking up for a second. And then they look down really quick. Like they're very melodramatic about it. Like we're looking for a baby. We're hunting wabbits.
0: Also,
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, one of them gets killed because, like, do y'all not know to go in as a pair? Is that Right? You just, des- like, come on. Don't you
1: have your buddy? Hold hands.
2: Buddy system. <laughs> God. So then they realize it's going through a school. The dad shoots it, wounds it. They follow the blood down and realize it's basically using the sewers to travel. So it's a sewer baby. <laughs> so then we go down into the sewers, have this whole baby chase scene in the sewers. This is where we get the exorcist, sim- the similar exorcist scene I was talking about. You know when it, like, flashes and you, ugh, you get the horrible, mm-hmm. like, Pazuzu in, fa- in her face? <laughs> yeah. And I'm very triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> they do it with the red siren or the flashing lights Mm -hmm. and you get like some of the cop's face and the dad's face and then the baby face in the tunnel that was very exorcist-y to me like he obviously took some Mm -hmm. liberty taking that from that Pazuzu scene and (laughs) I that was the only scene I was like okay I kind of but when you when you're taking it from the exorcist yeah obviously it's gonna look good because you took it from brilliancy You know what I'm saying right you know so they're in the sewers, and the dad all of a sudden is like, you know, I actually don't want to kill the kid because now it's crying at me, and now I'm a dad all of a sudden. And I'm like, yeah, you've been a dad the whole fucking time. Yeah,
1: he finally gets – well, it's that – it's that same thing, you know, a mother is a mother as soon as, you know, she feels her baby move, and a father isn't a father until he holds his baby. Well, he hasn't even seen the baby yet, so now he sees the baby. He sees, you know, where its big bulging head looks like his, and its crazy vampire fangs look like his wife, and, you know, <laughs> it's family.
2: What's <laughs> <Sup>, fam? <laughs> <laughs> so he takes it, and it's crying in his arms and everything, and he's like, oh, damn. so then he's trying to like get away from the police you know and it doesn't work because they're surrounded they know this baby's in this fucking sewer tunnel so he's not gonna get out and then he does the stupidest shit (laughs) He fucking they have him surrounded they find him he comes out they have him surrounded it's crying in his arms they're like we're gonna shoot you also if you don't fucking Instead of just, like, throwing the baby on the ground, he throws it at a cop. The cops have no fucking self-control. They don't fucking (laughs) see the fact that... I mean, they see it. He throws the baby at the cop. They fucking just open fire and kill one of their own.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did that.
2: So you not only killed the baby. Yes, congratulations. But now this (laughs) poor cop is dead. Like, you could have just waited. The cop probably would have thrown it immediately on the ground, you dumbasses.
1: Yeah. What are you going to tell his wife? and kids you're gonna go to his house be like
2: the baby did it
1: he was in a fight and we opened fire Hmm.
2: well they're gonna cover it up like no
1: yeah he gave (laughs) his life protecting the city
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there's also the i I don't know maybe i'm reading too much there's also kind of like that i don't know if it's a metaphor i wouldn't necessarily say but it's hard because like you're looking at your child you know, can you put your own child down knowing they're a monster at any stage of life? You know, mm-hmm. that's stuff. Like, I'm—I I mean, I don't know. Knowing they're a serial killer, maybe. I mean, like you said before, <laughs> like if you knew your kid was killing fucking animals and they were going to be a serial killer, like I probably wouldn't kill them, but I definitely like call somebody and be like, "You need yeah. to fucking take this kid away because they're going to."
1: Before I kill them,
2: they're going to kill people. Because
1: yeah, like, correct.
2: Yeah, do something with this. <laughs> but at this point, you already know it's killed people. But that's also sad because like it doesn't know it's just like this is literally a newborn so if it's killing people it's out of instinct or whatever you know right that's sad but
1: but the, but then they get in the car and the cops take them away and we finish it up with another one was born in i don't know seattle san, yeah. san diego something it's like seattle, that yeah so there's more of them don't which is why
2: i was like oh so what was the the drugs like the medication which is another thing I was reading, so I don't know, it's like a pollution thing, or was it the drugs thing? Because, I don't know, let me let me read, hold on. <laughs> also, I understand that it's a live thing, because they talked about Frankenstein, but it was mm-hmm. never presumed to be dead, so I don't get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes along with the tagline, so in the last episode I gave the tagline of, the only thing wrong with the Davis baby is, it's alive.
2: Mm-hmm. okay because like when you watch the movie it's like i get what you're saying is like the it's it's alive like it shouldn't be and like it's you know blah, 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 but also mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see yeah the doctor who prescribed contraceptive pills is contacted by an executive. The executive acknowledges that the davis child's mutations may have been caused by the drugs okay so it's it's open-ended because they do talk about the contaminants and stuff but then it they also talk about like the contraceptive drugs. So, basically, again, I'm gonna say it all comes down to the oppression of the woman that this whole mm. thing happened. So,
1: right, that's there my stance. Two others after this, and then the remake in 2008. So, maybe they explain more in those. I don't know.
2: Yeah, two others. Well, this has a 40% audience score and a 76% critic score, but granted, the critic score, there's only 21 critic scores. So Dang. there's not like a lot to go off of. So, I mean, It's Alive as a classic in its own right, having created a new monster, one created by mankind's willingness to ignore the environment, its own lives, something that was way ahead of its time in 1974. It's Alive as a Marvel with a solid performance by Ryan and a mesmerizing score by the late great. Okay. My brother did bring up the score, how he really liked it. And he said it reminded him a lot of the dark Knight score, how it was just very ominous. And it just dropped a lot of sounds. Mm-hmm rather scary little cheap 70s horror you know I I personally did not really enjoy it and my brother didn't either but again he's not really a horror fan I'm not saying his opinion doesn't matter I'm just saying he doesn't watch it as much so sometimes horror fans if it's not super exciting super Mm -hmm. scary which this one is neither they don't like it but and I can see past that quite quite often but it still didn't really do it for me Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it by any means, but I honestly probably wouldn't even give it a middle of the road three. It was probably more of a two for me,
1: yeah, totally agree. I remember I had seen this years ago, and I didn't think it was that bad, but rewatching it, yeah, it was bad, probably a two,
2: yeah, I mean, and honestly, like I didn't think the acting was bad, except mm-hmm. for maybe some of the some of the like sub characters, like the, the little cops, you know, but the main yeah. characters weren't bad. the acting was fine, the score was good. There were a lot of really good elements. It was obviously like a big production, which is not always better. But, you know, it's not like it was just a little rinky-dink bullshit thing they did. Mm -hmm. But there were just some things where I was like, I would rather be watching either The Extra Sister Rosemary's Baby, you know, than this. And then The Baby was just a very 70s monster. Like, it wasn't, it was, it was kind of funny. But (laughs) in the 70s, I don't know if it would have been. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. So that take that with a grain of salt coming from someone that's been watching horror in the modern age, if you will. So that's right. also kind of hard to say. But so, yeah, for me personally, but I know that obviously people like this movie. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. I mean, I still feel like it's a classic, even though I don't like it. It's still a classic horror movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. it's Not seen it or really paid much attention to it so yeah yeah
1: next time we'll have to do the 2008 one which i like so much better
2: i don't know anything about it so i'm interested thank you so much for hanging out with us we hope you enjoyed our review of Ace alive if you've seen it let us know what you think of it hopefully you know where to find us by now all the socials are the extra sisters podcast or twitter at the extra sisters Thank you so much to our patrons. As always, we appreciate you guys so much. If you would like to join our little Patreon family, it is patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast for extra reviews, content, all that good stuff. You can head on over there and check it out.
1: And next time, it can open any door. Until then, stay creepy.